Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. Download episodes of previous shows. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another exciting show here today. This is the KLP Aftermath with your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas. Hopefully, you guys are ready for another exciting episode here. We are live from the special collection room, special collections room at Oxford College of Emory University. Excuse me, guys. I just had some dinner, and now that the dinner is just kind of uh, rubbing off on me just a little bit. I had a nice Korean beef rice with some lemonade and some chips to go along with it so very very excited for that has some fantastic dinner now i wanted to uh, of course do the podcast obviously but before we kick up the show i wanted to apologize to our fan base as of yesterday um i know you guys were looking forward to wednesday's episode for the podcast um I've been uh, I've been in my office pretty much all day and I've been all around campus yesterday and I couldn't quite get to uh, the special collections room for my break and to really come out and do a podcast for you guys. So I apologize for that. Um, it's going to come a moment because a lot of people had asked me, hey, did you not do a podcast yesterday? A lot of people had asked me that and I told them, yeah, I didn't. I just didn't have time yesterday to step by and do the podcast like I normally would because we were out in the fields. We were out at the courts. We were all over the building yesterday working on quite a few uh, tasks that we had to get done for the building yesterday. So I couldn't step away for that hour break. And I did have my hour break, but I only reserved this room from 5.30 to 6.30. By the time I had a moment to breathe and eat, it was around 7 o'clock. So I missed my scheduled time to be in here to record and we'll set up to record and get the podcast ready for you guys. So I apologize for that. Also, um, we've been very, very, very busy yesterday. If you didn't notice, if you're listening to us right now on Swanky 93.3, the radio station, on Spotify uh, yeah, specifically, we launched something very, very new yesterday. Music Unlimited is a new streaming service for all of my music goers out there. On that catalog, we have so much music from classic rock, R&B, soul, reggae, all the way up to rock and roll. So if you're looking for a new uh, it's, and it's, it's not it's not a playlist. It's an actual streaming show where we display all the music. Now, Music Unlimited has all the music that, well, so far, some great music on the streaming service. So it is a Spotify exclusive. That was a partnership I had with Spotify. It is a Spotify exclusive. So if you're trying to listen to Music Unlimited on Amazon Music, it will not be there because we have a contract with Spotify to have it exclusively for Spotify. So if you do have a Spotify and you're looking to expand your horizons, you want to listen to more content from Swanky 93.3, the radio station, Music Unlimited is the way to go. Um, that is why we did not do a podcast yesterday. 
Uh, because we were launching that yesterday and we've been all over the building yesterday i do want to apologize to my fan base out there because a lot of people did ask me what happened to wednesday's episode yes we do wednesday uh tuesday wednesday thursday podcast episodes but there will be a moment in time since we're live here at oxford college of emory university not only we're just podcasting here i do have an office here i do work here so um my responsibilities at work comes first then the podcast I, i hope my fan base understands and as we move forward especially when we get ready for season two in january um it's going to come a moment where we may not be able to do a podcast every day tuesday through thursday every day we might do a tuesday's episode skip wednesday because we have some project to do and then come back for thursday like we're doing this week so um luckily yes i am here in special collections room it's a gloomy day out there hopefully everyone has been enjoying their day so far it's a little bit gloomy so the energy was a little bit off from the students and on campus today so i'm here to do the podcast to kind of lighten things up a bit um very very excited for that uh, uh to be back here and to really be doing a podcast for you guys now the first thing we're going to go ahead and knock on out the way is what i like to call you guys know what we talked about the fun fact of the day honestly i cannot remember what i've talked about in previous fun facts and previous shows um I, i'm blanking out on them now I, I can't remember there's been so many episodes of klp aftermath life and emory on our catalog but now episodes i'm forgetting what i talked about in the last episodes of things because there's just so much of it uh if you guys are looking for more uh content klp aftermath there's a lot of other episodes the video version is available for youtube and daily motion at klp entertainment and the audio version is available everywhere amazon music audible our heart radio itunes spotify Deezer, google podcast and so much more of course now i wanted to talk about this because this was something very very interesting to me but it makes sense uh it's kind of holiday related i know we haven't gotten to this holiday yet uh christmas time we haven't gotten to it yet because we're getting ready for halloween which i'm getting ready to also talk about that uh in the show but our interpretation of santa claus with a red outfit and white beard is due in large part to holiday coca-cola ads that began in the year of 1931 just 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 think about that for a minute Coca-Cola has been doing their advertisements since 1931. That is a long, long time to be doing ads for Coca-Cola. And they're still thinking of some some very interesting ways to help market for their uh, campaign. They're making some marketing material. And it's very interesting that they do. Coca-Cola does theirs. I cannot wait to see what Coca-Cola's ads will be at the Super Bowl because every year at the Super Bowl, they they do something very, very special when it comes to the drink ad at the Super Bowl. It's almost like a movie. Like They really pull all the stops with that. So I'm very interested to see what they're going to do for their campaign for the Super Bowl. But it's really, really good. Our modern interpretation of Santa Claus with a red outfit and white beard is due in large part to holiday Coca-Cola ads that began in 1931. And Coca-Cola, let me be honest, Coca-Cola goes all out for Christmas. It's their market. It's Christmas. That's their market. It's Halloween. Believe it or not, Halloween, Thanksgiving is their market. And Super Bowl is their market. Of course, they have all different types of Coca-Cola commercials throughout. But their hit market, again, that's Halloween, Super Bowl, and Christmas time. That's their three favorite um, marketing areas where they can market for their drinks because um, they're advertising for holidays. You want to have a nice, sweet taste. 
for the holiday season. And it's really cool too, because I'm a Coca-Cola guy. I'm not a Pepsi guy. Uh, I'm a Sprite guy, but if I had to choose between Pepsi and Coca-Cola or Dr. Pepper, I am a hardcore Coca-Cola fan all the way. Coca-Cola is how I do it. I enjoy Coca-Cola because it's one of those things that I, I, I really have great taste for. I have to shout out my mom. She loves Coca-Cola. She, she has to get a Coke every time we go to a restaurant. Um, she took us out to Mexican food the other night, and Coca-Cola was the drink that I choose. Now, do I think do I drink Coca-Cola a lot? No. I do not drink Coca-Cola a lot. I just drink it on occasion because now I'm drinking water or I'm drinking uh, lemonade, which I have here at the uh, at set um, to keep my throat nice and cleansed. But Coca-Cola is the drink to go and is our interpretation for Santa Claus. Um, I wonder, and it was very interesting because while we're on the topic of Santa Claus real quick, uh, in the office, there's a lot of coaches that stay, um, that has their offices there where my office is at now. And a, one of our trainers was saying to, talking to a coach about our kids. And I wasn't eavesdropping, I'll be honest. I wasn't eavesdropping about everything, but I just, you can hear in the office, right? Um, she had her kid do a Santa Claus wish list in the month of October and it's very interesting because I remember when I was a kid, I did my wish list and my wish list was very, not extravagant, but it was very interesting because I wanted the crazy stuff for Christmas that, you know, my parents made it happen um, when I was a kid. So it's very interesting that, you know, Santa Claus is still in existence. Um, there's a lot of kids who still believe in Santa Claus. Uh, I'm sorry if you are a kid and that's listening to this podcast. I'm sorry to bust your bubble. Um, but you know, when I grew out of the whole stigma of Santa Claus, I had to have been about maybe 12 years old when I grew grew out of it. Um, because, you know, I knew he wasn't real. I knew that was the whole American tradition about Santa Claus and how things came to be. And Santa Claus is going to bring you the presents. You know, I, I knew all about it. Um, you know, when I was a kid and now I outgrew it, obviously, as I got older. So it's very interesting that kids, they, they still believe in, in Santa Claus because believe it or not, kids that are younger than 12 years old now have iPhones. They have the, I saw a kid the other day, I think I was in Atlanta, I was in Atlanta at the, at the museum, uh, at the uh, high museum. And there was a kid, he had to have been about eight, seven years old, had the brand spanking new iPhone. And it's interesting because I don't even have the new iPhone. So it's crazy. Parents, they spoil their kids. So it's very interesting for uh, Christmas time. I'm very interested to see how Christmas is going to go this year. Now we're going to shift back a little bit and talk a little bit about Halloween before we get to the Oxford Emory News. Of course, Halloween is upon us. Halloween is this coming weekend. While I was walking on campus, I saw, I heard, again, it wasn't eavesdropping, but a lot of people wishing everyone a happy Halloween. It's quite interesting that students do that because, I mean, Halloween is a holiday. It's an American holiday, I guess, in quotations. We all still have to come to work on Halloween, but it's very interesting that students wish people a happy Halloween because it's not a serious holiday. It's just something that's made up and we just it's just a tradition to go out you know so it's very interesting that they have the halloween tradition uh, alive still and students are wishing everyone a happy halloween this past week i've heard a lot of students happy halloween oh have a great halloween have a great halloween very very interesting so halloween 
it's coming up and i wanted to give some tips i talked about it in music unlimited go back and listen to the stream a spotify exclusive show only where you can listen to a lot of music of course we had uh, one halloween music michael jackson thriller on the first episode the october 27th broadcast so music unlimited available now at swanky 93.3 the radio station by klp entertainment a spotify exclusive show um very very interesting for halloween but i wanted to give you guys some tips um if you are going out i do say please stay safe i know a lot of older adults with kids probably are going to and some of my friends say no we're not doing trick-or-treating because we're still scared of COVID 19. i do want to say to a lot of parents out there who are thinking about going and taking their kids out for halloween trick-or-treating i say to you guys be very very careful where you go be very cautious of how the candy is being distributed. Um, if you are that person that gives candy out for trick-or-treaters, um, I'll be honest, I don't do that. I know I sound like a prude just then. I don't do can't buy candy to give to kids for trick I don't do that's a waste of money in my opinion. So there's a lot of us who work hard for the money. I'm sorry, I'm just that guy. I don't, why would I go and buy candy for kids just to give away? Now I'm out of 10 bucks and especially candy. That's the market. These candy companies are probably going to raise their price on candy because they know people are going to buy candy for this Halloween. So that's how they make a sell. I'm not doing that. I'm not falling for that stigma. Sorry to be approved already on the show, but I'm just, I'm not doing that. But if you are distributing candy to kids that might be trick-or-treating, I say here's a a couple tips that I recommend you guys uh, to do. If you're giving candy out and if you want to be safe, and you want to give it safely, I say buy your candy already individually wrapped. Don't buy candy and distribute candy if it hasn't been wrapped. That is very unsafe. Buy candy. If you buy candy that's not wrapped, have it for yourself. I know I'm going to buy a batch of candy for myself for Halloween, not to eat all of it at that night, but I'm going to buy some candy myself for Halloween. I say to a lot of people that might be distributing candy out there, Buy candy that's individually wrapped and also buy a box of sandwich bags. So that way you're distributing your can your wrapped candy in the um in the individual uh, uh sandwich bags and then put the sandwich bag filled with candy in buckets by your door so that way trick-or-treaters don't have to touch your doorbell and that's another thing too i and i, I say this and i i i probably I'm, i will be in the office the first half of halloween day um i don't want people ringing my my doorbell now i have a ring doorbell i don't have an actual doorbell that's hooked up to my house i have a ring doorbell and i'll i allow people to touch it if it's my friends coming over i had my maintenance guy come over he ring the doorbell i had a package delivered they ring they ring the doorbell that's perfectly fine but i wouldn't want some stranger that's getting ready to come over for trick-or-treating with their stubbly little hands we don't know where they've been touching my doorbell because now i have to clean it because you know covid i'm so freaked out of covid i have to be very cautious about that especially with me working at emory i have to be very very careful with covid um and not to get it so leave a bucket of wrapped candy in the sandwich bags in a bowl by your by your door at your front door so that way when your trick-or-treaters come to your house they can just pick up a bag um that's the way you do it that's how you have to do it i recommend a lot of people do it try not to have that interaction with people this holiday or this halloween season because number one COVID is still there you have to be very very careful covid is still here 
and if it was me, a random stranger with their kids coming into my house trick-or-treating, I'm opening the door. I'm not going to have a mask on in my own house. That's one thing a lot of people do. People are not going to have a mask on in their own in their own home. So I'm going to have my mask off, and then you got these strangers in your face. So that it's just a little tidbit, a little pro tip for a lot of people out there, because I do believe that some parents are going to take their kids out for trick-or-treating. If I was a parent, not. If I was a parent, I would not want to take my kid out for trick-or-treating this year simply because of COVID-19. I just wouldn't want to do that. But there are going to be people that will do that for sure. So just a little pro tip for you guys. Hopefully you guys are interested, are, are very ready for it. I'm super, I'm, I'm excited for Halloween because it's, it's, it's a joyous time. It's a great time. But you have to be real careful about where you trick-or-treat at, of course. Now, shifting gears here for KOP Aftermath. It's kind of a mega show because we missed out on yesterday's episode. I'm so sorry about that. So more news mints to uh, to come around. Of course, women's cross, cross country claims the GCAA championship men's finished in second. They are the women's cross country teams or the champions for the uh, GCAA. Super excited for them because um, I did see the coaches come in uh, last night, and we congratulated them on their victory. It's been a humbling uh, experience to talk about cross country this season on KOP Aftermath, and I just want to say to the women's cross country team, uh, humbly, uh, very congratulations to your win. Men's cross country, congratulations because you've been finished in second. That is still an accomplishment. Uh, a lot of people say, oh, well, they didn't win. They, they're not champions. They're not number one. If you come in second for something like this, this is a very humbling experience. And I, I have nothing else to say to them about it, but just congratulations. It's been a hoot to talk about you guys in this season. And of course, Women's Cross Country will talk to you guys more when we hit all season. Because I think you guys do your events in fall. So next fall, which should start KLP Aftermath Season 3. I'm already talking about season three. I ain't even that season two yet. Season three, we'll talk about you guys later on for sure. So very, very excited for that. Now the women's tennis team and of course, both men's and women's soccer teams go try out for regionals. Of course, last episode, I talked about the men's soccer team getting ready to uh, humbly drive down there to Washington, D.C. And then of course, you have the other teams coming out. So I'm very, very, very stoked for them for uh, championship uh, matches, you know, feels good i talked about them this whole season and now i get ready for basketball season so of course basketball we'll talk to you guys a little bit more when your war games come out um this rest of the fall and early spring is when basketball season is here i made some marketing materials for our displays in the building i cannot wait to share those out with our staff members now the last segment on today's show it triggered me because I wanted to talk about this real briefly on the show. Of course, social media influencer takes pictures of casket at father's funeral triggers mixed reactions. Of course, this right here, this kind of makes me mad for a lot of social media influencers because not only that you're making yourself look dumb, it makes us public figures also on social media. If you guys don't know, I am a public figure on social media. I have a, a social media uh, presence out there online. I would never do this. This is something that I think is very disrespectful to the deceased. I knew when my grandmother passed, Barbara Ann Morris, may you rest in peace. I'm thinking about you every time. 
no one was allowed to take pictures of her and her casket. No one. Because this is, to me, as, I don't care if I'm a social media influencer or not, if you are taking pictures of your relative that is now deceased and you're at their funeral, why would you pose like you're at prom? This is my heated moment of the KLP aftermath. I like to spice things up here today. Defending herself, the Instagram model said, everyone handles the loss of the loved one in their own way. Some are more traditional while others might come across as taboo. A Miami-based social media influencer faced backlash after pictures of her posing. Posing, ladies and gentlemen. She's posing. And there's pictures. She's posing. One post, she goes like this. And another picture, she covers the... She's in front of the casket covering her, her, her father. But she's like, what are you doing? This is your father. If And God forbid... I would never do this, and my, my my father's happily alive, thank God, and I thank God each and every day that he's alive. I would never do this to my father. This Miami-based influence, Blacklash, posing at her father's casket at the funeral went viral. In her defense, the 20-year, and here's the trigger, y'all. It triggers me, because I'm 25, she's 20, you would think she would know better. At her age of 20, you would think she knew know better, but she obviously she didn't. In her defense, 20-year-old Jane Rivera told NBC News that um, that though she understood the criticism, the photos were taken with the best intentions. Don't matter if you are a social media. This is not a post. You can just post for your business. This is not a business that your father is dead. It's not a business. It's, it's you shouldn't have just... Again, when my grandmother passed, I shut down my phone. I shut down my social media. I shut down Twitter. I shut down Facebook. I said to KLP Entertainment staff, we are closed due to my family member being passed away. We're officially closed for two days. And I closed KLP Entertainment for two days because I needed to grieve. That's how you handle that. Not a post, not a picture for you to look fancy for the gram that your father is dead. That's not the way to go. The picture was shared on Rivera's social media account where she's posing next to her father's casket. Butterfly fly away. RSP Poppy, you were my best friend. A life will live. Read the caption in Rivera's post. Soon after she posted the pictures, they went viral on social media with many criticism of taking pictures of an open casket and posting them online. Again, I, when my grandmother passed, I never took a picture of her and posted it on social media. That's disrespectful. That's very disrespectful, in my opinion. This is grandmodel. Uh, father passed away, and she didn't, and she did a photo shoot with an open casket. Tweeted. Um, this was McCain, McCain TX. That was a Twitter handle while sharing the photos for sure. Again, I, I, I. I Jane Rivera, you, you, if you're, oh, and I, I pray you're listening to KLP Aftermath. This was very disrespectful. Um, this was unholy like, in my opinion. This is ungodly like, in my opinion. Doesn't matter if you are a social media influencer and you probably get more influence more than me. And I, I'll come out and say that. This was something you should have never done. This was something that you, and then you're not, you look like you don't even care that your dad is dead based off these photos based off the images what i'm seeing here you look like you're getting ready to go to a red carpet event 
and you're kind of smizing and that's a that's our model because i'm a model too that's our, our our another word for a half smile uh smile kind of a cheesy like a smize like a mm, i'm smiling but i'm not really smiling but i'm smiling a little bit we were not smiling when my grandmother got rest her soul passed away we were at her funeral that was not a, a happy moment it's a happy moment that she's gone to heaven and she's she's left earth to go to paradise but this is this was not the time to post your social media 11,000 uh, likes too this was not the moment where you needed to post your social media uh, for this and I have to say very loosely on KLP Aftermath Jane Rivera shame on you um, honestly shame on you because this was not the way to go um, you should have just shut down your media immediately shut it down immediately so that way you could recoup you can reminisce you can mourn your father now this was your father this is this wasn't your friend this is one not your colleague your worker but this was your father that passed away and you're posing in front of his open casket very disrespectful for your instagram so it show you shows you that social media influencers have some of them and i say some because most of them have respect. Some of them don't have respect for the deceased and they're oversaturating their content because it's their job. And again, when I went to my grandma's funeral, I shut KLP Entertainment down. I didn't even mention KLP Entertainment those last three days. I was mourning very, very heavily. So take it how you will, my Oxford Knights. Uh, students of Oxford, please don't post your deceased family, whatever that is. When you go to a funeral and you post your deceased and doing a pose, doing a photo shoot at a funeral, please don't do that. That is so disrespectful. And there's a lot of things that you can be doing. Um, and it's just an educational purpose. I don't think Miss Rivera was educated enough about how to properly, properly mourn especially your father, a deceased family member, there's a lack of education, I think, in that opinion um, for her to do that because she think it was right. Um, this was not right. Uh, and I'll be honest, this was not right, uh, Jane Rivera. Ho- hopefully you, you get more educated in that because this was not right at all. Not at all. So hopefully you guys enjoyed today's show. Please remember to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel if you're listening to us on KLP after uh, <laughs> KLP Entertainment. And also, if you're listening to us on audio platforms, please be sure to share with your friends, letting you know that uh, we were live and you guys enjoyed the podcast here today. Now we're going to return next Tuesday for the next new episode of KLP Aftermath live from Oxford College of Emory University. And as always, happy Halloween to all my students out here for Oxford College of Emory University and Emory University University in general. Happy, happy holidays. Uh, Halloween. Holidays. Happy Halloween for all of you guys out there. As always, I like to say stay safe. Drink water every 15 minutes and stay swanky. If you
you enjoyed today's show, please head over to iTunes, give us a rating, and leave a review. Please be advised that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a replacement for legal or medical advice. The opinions contained within are solely those of the interviewers and interviewees and should be received as so. Those seeking help or advice are encouraged to obtain professional legal and medical services.